0: Our border is under attack, and those idiots in the Biden administration are doing nothing about it. Wait, I take that back. They are doing something. They're denying it exists or it's a problem. Yeah. Uh, walls are closing in in other directions on that rotting bag of puppet flesh in the White House, Biden we'll tell you about that coming up, huge story breaking and more to come and questions about the Allen, Texas shooter not something I want to talk about but I'm afraid I have to, welcome to the Jay Sheldon show that's me Welcome in, everybody. Good to have you along for the ride. It's uh, it's a Tuesday, isn't it? Tuesday? Is it Tuesday or Wednesday? I keep forgetting what day it is. It is Tuesday. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, protect your online activity with the best and the easiest VPN, NordVPN. Use our special link in the show notes down there, and you will get an incredible deal on a high-tech, Top of the line VPN, great deal too, using our special link, NordVPN. All right, it's time to get you up to date on our favorite furry little friend. That would be Miko. And the Miko update, she's doing great. This was her about an hour ago, who is getting a nice rub. And there's nothing she likes better. Right down there, right, right in underneath your arm, and you know, on her front on the side it's just nirvana for her she loves it so yeah she's doing great I had a couple of good walks today she ate all her dinner which is unusual but good and uh yes yeah, she's a uh, she's a happy dog you know we've been trying this new enzyme spray because it's impossible to brush her teeth it's very difficult if you own a dog, you know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> but her teeth are getting this tartar thing stuck in here. So we've got this enzyme spray. So far, I'm noticing a little bit of an improvement. I'll keep you up to date on it. I'll try and get you a close-up shot if you're interested. And uh, you can find out more. Our Miko updates brought to you by BarkBox.com Miko. That's our special link for you to get a free month. And some other big news coming up. Bark Box is a monthly subscription service delivered right to your door. A cool box full of themed treats and toys for your dog. Two toys, two bags of treats, and a dog Jew with a special theme each and every month. And that's not all. Uh, let me see if I can, I can actually call it up for you here. And uh, hang on just one quick second. Yes, there is a limited time special offer if you check out. There it is. If the link is in our show notes under our normal BarkBox.com slash Miko. Time to make a splash. Choose a free fun boy water toy when you sign up for a multi-month plan. Use that link as an alternative if you'd like these cool toys. Look at this. Whoa, now you can choose how to play it cool. Sign up for a Barkbox get your choice of a fun boy water toy and we promise the wet dog smell will be totally worth it look at this, a splash pad a yacht pool float a fire hydrant sprinkler and a plane pool float you get your choice cool beans, use our link in our show notes tonight and you can get that special deal or if you'd rather have the free month just use the BarkBox.com slash Miko link and that will uh, that will get it for you yeah, so check it out, barkbox.com. They're a great company, great people working there. Their customer service folks are amazing. Anything ever goes wrong, you get a hold of them, they will make it right. 100% guarantee, satisfaction guarantee. All right, that is barkbox.com. And thank you, folks, over there for helping to sponsor the uh, the Miko update. If you are living anywhere in the southern U.S. that is a border state with uh, Mexico, you are staring down the barrel, in some cases literally, of an invasion. An invasion that the Biden administration denies is even happening. Nor are they doing anything about it. TrendingPoliticsNews.com is where this article comes from. Everything we talk about tonight is in our show notes down below, so you can read the full article. Stunning drone footage shows the massive, massive wave of illegals that are crossing and getting ready to cross as the end of Title 42 looms. These videos were captured by a drone reporter shows Hundreds of thousands of individuals standing in line Sunday and Monday. Take a look at this footage. It's unbelievable. Absolutely insane. Hang on. I just got to get one more thing queued up here. Texas has deployed their own Texas tactical border force. As migrants wait to storm the border, once once Title 42 ends, The Texas National Guard is, listen to this, does this sound like describing a war? Well, it is. The National Guard in Texas is deploying Black Hawk helicopters and C-130 transports as they brace for an invasion along the southern border. El Paso says 15,000 are waiting to enter once Title 42 ends. 15,000, and that ain't all of them. El Paso has declared a state of emergency. Governor Abbott deployed 10,000 National Guard members. 13,000 illegals are entering the U.S. every day. Every day. And this number is expected to increase. And that moron who laughingly calls himself the commander-in-chief is doing nothing, failed to protect the country. And take a look at this, talk about a state of denial. It is my testimony that the border is secure.
1: We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. We have taken unprecedented action over the past year and a half to secure our border.
0: And we have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. We're working to make sure it's safe and orderly and humane. The border is closed.
1: We agree that uh, the border is secure.
0: We're executing a comprehensive strategy to secure our borders.
1: One of our highest priorities is to ensure that we have a secure border,
0: and that is what we are doing. The border is secure Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, it's real secure. Take a look here from dailymail.com. Check out this footage And you know what Where are their bags? Okay, that lady's got a shopping cart, but look at most of these people. Hold on. Let me turn this down Because it's just a bunch of screaming illegals Where are their things? most people that you see in these videos are not carrying any supplies. An extra change of clothes? I mean, they apparently have given up everything back in whatever home country they came from and are walking to the U.S. And yet, look, I don't see a single suitcase or bag, a few backpacks, Anywhere. Doesn't that strike you as a bit odd? Take a look now. We just talked about El Paso, Texas. Here's some footage taken in El Paso of what the streets look like right now. Well, last night in El Paso. Look at that. Talk about an invasion. This is El Paso, Texas, in the United States of America this is insane abs look at that on Unbe- if you're listening on the podcast sorry go to rumble.com the jay sheldon show check out our video absolutely frightening wow Pff, i yeah you know <laughs> unbelievable uh Texas governor Abbott as we mentioned has actually activated the national guard and uh do we yeah we have that uh all right here's him at a press
2: con Texas tactical border force they will be deployed to hot spots along the border to intercept to repel and to turn back migrants who are trying to enter Texas illegally.
0: There you Right go.
2: now, as we're speaking, the Texas National Guard is loading Black,
0: Black Hawk helicopters. Can, can, can you imagine? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just... They're not doing anything. Title 42 ends on Thursday. And the gates are going to open and all... Hell is going to break loose. Guarantee. un be freaking leaveable, And we need these immigrants, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We need these immigrants. Otherwise, who's going to pick our crops? You <laughs> think I'm kidding? Listen to this. Yeah, Mariana, who, who posted this, She made the comment, wow, just wow. A Democratic, Democrat Jayapal defending the mass illegal uh, immigration of the Biden administration. And take a look what she had to say.
1: This country needs immigrants to survive.
0: Immigrants pick the
1: food we eat, rebuild our communities after climate disasters, help construct our infrastructure, power our small business economy, clean our homes, and look after the most precious in our families, our children and our elders.
0: Yeah. I I mean, mean if we don't let them in, who's going to clean our houses? (laughs) That these Democrats actually feel this way this is that's her words there she is saying it on tape un-freaking-believable absolutely insane hey uh, all right, got another one for you switching subject anyway we'll keep you up to date on it it's a nightmare waiting to happen it's only going to get worse we're just being invaded folks the Proud Boys, the Proud Boys have, as you all no doubt have heard by now, been convicted. Uh, this is from Politico, and this is a head shaker. This is a head shaker. One of the jurors has spoken out, and the Proud Boys juror said the group's deleted messages weighed on the jury. New interview is the first insight into the jury's deliberations in the historic January 6th trial. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jurors who convicted four Proud Boy leaders of seditious conspiracy reviewed thousands upon thousands of text messages, private chats the defendants sent in the weeks leading up to January 6, 2021. Exchanges prosecutors described as the prelude to a violent effort to keep Donald Trump in power. Paradoxically, it may have been the absence of key messages that sealed the case for prosecutors. Andre Mundell, one of the 12 jurors who decided the four-month trial on Thursday, told Vice News he was convinced that the Proud Boy leaders, including former national chairman Enrique Tario, had committed seditious conspiracy in part because the lengths of the group the the lengths the group took to hide their activity deleting key messages in other words what convinced them to find them guilty was the lack of evidence that they were doing anything wrong They were deleted messages, and that's what they convicted them on? Not only the absence of evidence that factored into the jury's deliberation, Mundell said he was persuaded by the fact there wasn't a single message among the Proud Boy leaders, even after their members contributed to the chaos at the Capitol, urging their allies to withdraw from the riot or stay away from the violence. That factored in for me, this juror said, showed an absence of evidence of standing down. (laughs) Again, we're going to convict you because there is no evidence to convict you, but we think there might have been. We're almost sure. The clown show that is the January 6th nightmare continues. And to this day, there are folks locked up Doing time. Pre-trial. Just when you think it can't get any more stupid, guess what? It does! You can always count on California to do something stupid. We've talked about this before. We've talked about this ad nauseum. And, yeah. Why am I hearing... I don't want that. Get ri- especially don't want that. Get rid of this moron. Okay. California reparations panel has approved payments of up to $1.2 million to every black resident. California's legislator could vote on the panel's recommendations they formally recommended the state offer payments of, of what a, from a state that never had slaves never owned slaves was a freedom state they had nothing nothing to do with slavery 1.2 million for every qualifying black resident the task force held a public meeting in oakland california on saturday voted on the final set of recommendations to be sent to the legislators The nine-member panel called on the state to offer its black residences a formal apology in addition to the payments. Apologize for what? California had nothing to do with slavery, you freaking morons. You know, I told you before, I'm a Big fanboy of the Dan bongino show. He's coming up, as a matter of fact, right after this show. Comes up at 11 o'clock. Watch him live. Fantastic guy. Amazing commentary. Keep you right up to date on the things that we don't cover. But he said this morning, and I loved it, he's all in favor of this reparations. And he thinks he ought to be $200 million for every resident. And then... All the liberal left-wing slimebag Democrats who voted for these idiots ought to immediately be handed a bill for what this is going to cost them. Just bill it directly to the Democrats who voted for this crap. Not a bad idea, Mr. B. Not a bad idea at all. $1.2 billion dollars for every qualifying black resident of California. Keep it up, morons. All right, from Just the News, John Solomon, we covered this a little bit, but now we've got more details. Ex-prosecutor approached the Department of Justice back in 2018 with a witness who claimed that Joe Biden was involved in bribery. The feds didn't take former U.S. attorney Bud Cummins up on his offer, later scoured his phone records, seeking his sources. A respected former prosecutor approached the U.S. Justice Department in the fall of 2018 on behalf of a foreign witness who claimed to have evidence that Biden had exercised influence to protect his son's employer in the Ukraine in return for money for his family, including the big guy. According to interviews and documents that Just the News obtained, the agency didn't take up the ex-prosecutor on his offer, but instead secretly got his phone records in an apparent effort to identify who his contacts were. You see what's happening here? See what's going on? Retired Little Rock, Arkansas, U.S. Attorney Bud Cummins wrote then New York U.S. Senator uh, Attorney rather U.S. Attorney Jeffrey Berman, October fourth, twenty eighteen, and then Ukraine Prosecutor General Yuri Lysenko was willing to travel to the U.S. to present evidence about the Bidens and Burisma Holdings. Lusenko believes Biden, the vice president at the time, and Secretary of State Kerry, exercised influence to protect Burisma Holdings in exchange for payments to Hunter Biden's business partner, Devon Archer, and Joe Biden, the current occupant of the White House. Hardly call him president because he doesn't act very presidential. Take a look at this. This is John Solomon himself talking about this But Let me
2: go to the story I broke this morning, yeah. the Bud Cummins story. Here's the amazing thing. Do you know who Bud Cummins was trying to bring to the U.S. Attorney in New York? He was bringing the Ukraine prosecutor that Joe Biden personally handpicked to replace the one Joe Biden fired because that guy was investigating his son. Think about that. Joe B- the guy that was dealing with Joe Biden on this very issue thought Joe Biden was corrupt enough and he wanted to come to the U.S. Attorney and prove that if that doesn't set off alarm bells, if that doesn't tell you, hey, the Justice Department probably shouldn't have looked at this, maybe it's not true, but at least look at it. They didn't. They kept, there's been a political protection racket. Impeachment, uh, the FBI circular, the uh, 2018 approach by the Ukraine prosecutor, every time something comes up about Joe Biden, there's someone in the government protecting him. Mike Morrell's out there writing a letter uh, declaring their laptop of uh, Russian disinformation when there's not a shred of evidence, and he admitted why he was doing it. I want to get Joe Biden uh, uh, elected there was a political protection racket from 2016 to 2022 that has interfered with bringing any accountability to the Biden family. That is now irrefutable. The evidence is now sitting out in plain open. There you go.
0: There you go from John Solomon himself. The link to that article is in our show notes. And I strongly encourage you not only to read that, but subscribe to John's site over there. You will get the news uh, that nobody else is covering. Uh, Just the news, that's the site and uh, check it out, you can get there through the link in our show notes tonight unbelievable we got a lot of crap about Texas tonight and this one caught my eye I was going to kind of summarize this but I thought maybe the best way to present this to you is to actually show you the tweet now, Ian Ian Miles Chong you can love him or hate him Some people love him, some people hate him. But he has a tendency to step back, take a look at things, and make comments about stuff that either other people don't dare say or that other people don't want to see. He is asking questions about the Allen, Texas shooter. And I'm just going to read you his tweet. The link is in our show notes, so you can read it yourself. These questions are worth asking of the Allen, Texas shooter and the recent revelations about him. This is not a comprehensive list of questions or points. Why was the shooter misidentified several times? The shooter wasn't white. How were his neo-Nazi affiliations discovered? There was speculation about whether the visible tattoo on the shooter's hand was a gang tattoo based on the practice of the prison gang Tango Blast, whose members have tats of the cities they're from. The alleged shooter's Nazi tattoos are fresh. I should have shown you this in the beginning. There are pictures of this shooter who is now dead, but obviously before he got that way with these Nazi tattoos on his arm but they, they, you can tell from the picture they're, very, they're either photoshopped or they're very fresh tattoos the shooter's account on ok.ru was made just a few months ago and had zero interactions the photo of his body with the Nazi tattoos are all headless you can't see his face in them. The person who discovered the OK.RU profile is a Bellingcat researcher, an NAFO member, and the same guy who discovered the Discord leaks of the top-secret Pentagon files. What a coincidence. The alleged shooter's profile praised the trans- uh, transgender terrorist in Nashville, and the shooter posted Tim Poole's content on his profile with zero interactions currently being highlighted by the researcher and others. Not just this, but read some of the comments that people have made and additional information they've added in. Now, again, it's Twitter. There haven't been any community notes made about this post. But he raises some very interesting questions. Bartley Fauchard, You should absolutely 100% be questioning your media and your government right now. The talking points are out, and they're clearly going with, Everything is white supremacy, if we say it's white supremacy. Terrible, terrible, tragic incident there in Allen, Texas. And it's just being made worse. Frightening. I got another tweet for you. Oh, okay. You know what? This this is the second link in our show notes. Here's that picture I was telling you about. Take a look. Again, it's a little small, hard to see. Blow it up if you can, or go to the link directly in our show notes. This is allegedly, this is the shooter with a texas tattoo a swastika and the uh, emblem of the ss the nazi ss but take a look especially at that ss tattoo does that not look quite fresh if not maybe photoshopped something is just something smells something smells enough to ask questions and i hope you will ask questions However, don't ask any questions about paying your debts, because you've got to pay your debts. You must pay your debts, of course. You borrow money, whatever it might be. You've got you to gotta pay your debts. Right? Except for maybe your student loans. Maybe you don't have to pay those, but let's let Jean Pierre answer that question.
1: If you buy a car, you are expected to pay the monthly payments. If you buy a home, you are expected to pay the mortgage every month. That is the expectation. That is the spending that you put forth or spending that you may have done before and now you're paying it every month. If you do not pay your car payment, if you do not pay your mortgage payment, then your credit is going to be bad. It's going to hurt your credit. So let's look at Congress for a second. This is spending that they've already done. They've already spent. Let's not forget the $2 trillion Trump tax cuts that they were willing and happy to vote for. So we're telling them or saying to them, do your job. Pay for something that you've already spent on. That's it. This is spending that has already occurred. They need to do the right thing that has been done 78 times since 1960. It's that simple. It is very, very simple. It is the right thing to do. It is their constitutional duty. It is not complicated at all.
0: Pay your debts. Pay your debts. Here's a headline The Biden administration has forgiven $42 billion in student loan debt for borrowers in public service. (laughs) Pay your debts pay your debts uh, unless you have a student loan then uh, it's okay yeah just forget it we'll, we'll take care of it for you yeah nice <clears throat> yeah right, I got one more and it's a video and it's remarkable we always trying to wrap up with the a, uh, a little bit of good news feel good story and this is one of those there is a product out there for people who are colorblind and uh, it's called what's it called it's called an Enchroma glasses it looks like sunglasses but it doesn't it doesn't cure uh, uh, color blindness but people have spent their whole life either seeing in virtual black and white or or uh, you know colorblind people have different levels of color blindness some only see muted colors some only see certain shades of gray and blue well there's a product called uh in chroma glasses they are hugely expensive but take a look at what happens when this wife buys her husband a pair for his birthday and he tries them on for the first time take a look it's a birthday gift for him <clears throat>
1: Happy birthday baby from okay. all of us. Happy birthday? this? This voices. guy
0: is completely colorblind. And for the first time he's about to see bright, vivid colors. Watch his reaction. This is... How
1: does it look? Oh, that's weird. Look at the balloons. <gasps> <laughs> Can you see with our eyes now, baby? Can you, what colors you see? Those. You see colors now?
0: Oh, the trees are neat. He's amazed even at the trees. <laughs> Look at that. He is absolutely beside now you
1: himself. You have those colored glasses, baby. The
0: I never saw this before, what he says. see
1: with our eyes.
0: Wow. Look at that.
1: Do you like the balloons? <laughs> no.
0: That is absolutely oh. incredible. Wow. Nice. <sighs> Love those kind of stories. All right. Are you ready? 1984, which seems just like yesterday, <laughs> because of what we're living through and living in. We read books on this show, mostly we've done classic children's books, The Wizard of Oz, Peter Pan, Alice in Wonderland, The Little Prince, but someone suggested, and we took them up on it, that we, because of the nature of this show, we ought to be doing 1984 from George Orwell, and so that's exactly what we decided to do when we finished our last book white fang <clears throat> excuse me so we've been getting our way through chapter 1 and we're going to continue now with george orwell's 1984 he did not do so however because he knew it was useless Whether he wrote down with Big Brother or whether he refrained from writing it, it made no difference. Whether he went on with the diary or whether he did not go on with it, made no difference. The thought police would get him just the same. And he had committed, would still have committed, even if he had never set pen to paper, the essential crime that contained all others in itself. Thought crime, they called it. Thought crime was not a thing that could be concealed forever. You might dodge successfully for a while, even for years, but sooner or later they were bound to get you. It was always at night. The arrests invariably happened at night. The sudden jerk out of sleep, the rough hands shaking your shoulders, the lights glaring in your eyes. The ring of hard faces around the bed. In the vast majority of cases, there was no trial. No report of arrest. People simply disappeared. Always during the night. Your name was removed from the registers. Every record of everything you've ever done was wiped out. Your one-time existence was denied. And then forgotten. You were abolished annihilated, vaporized was the usual word. For a moment, he was seized by a kind of hysteria. He began writing in a hurried, untidy scrawl. They'll shoot me. I don't care. They'll shoot me in the back of the neck. I don't care. Down with big brother. They always shoot you in the back of the neck. I don't care. Down with big brother. He sat back in his chair. Slightly ashamed of himself, he laid down the pen. The next moment, he started violently. There was a knock at the door. Already, he sat as still as a mouse, in the futile hope that whoever it was might go away after a single attempt. But no, the knocking was repeated. The worst thing of all, would be to delay. His heart was thumping like a drum, but his face from long habit was probably expressionless. He got up and moved heavily towards the door. Chapter Two As he put his hand to the doorknob, Winston saw that he'd left the diary open on the table. Down with Big Brother was written all over it in letters almost big enough to be legible across the room. It was an inconceivably stupid thing to have done, but he realized even in his panic he had not wanted to smudge the creamy paper by shutting the book while the ink was still wet. He drew in his breath and opened the door. Instantly, a warm wave of relief flowed through him, a colorless, crushed looking woman with wispy hair and a lined face was standing outside oh comrade she began in a dreary whining sort of voice i i thought i heard you come in do you think you could come across and have a look at our kitchen sink it's got blocked up and it was mrs parsons wife of a neighbor on the same floor Mrs. was a word somewhat discountenanced by the party. You were supposed to call everyone comrade. But with some women, one used it instinctively. She was a woman of about 30, looked much older. One had the impression that there was dust in the creases of her face. Winston followed her down the passage. These amateur repair jobs were an almost daily irritation. Victory mansions were old flats, built around 1930 thereabouts, and were falling to pieces. The plaster flaked constantly from ceilings and walls, the pipes burst in every hard frost, the roof leaked whenever there was snow, the heating system was usually running at half steam whenever there was snow, Uh, whenever it wasn't closed down altogether from motives of economy. Repairs, except what you could do for yourself, had to be sanctioned by remote committees, which were liable to hold up even the mending of a window pane for two years. Of course, it's only because Tom isn't home, said Mrs. Parsons vaguely. The Parsons flat was bigger than Winston's and dingy in a different way everything had a battered, trampled-on look as though the place had just been visited by some large, violent animal. Games impedimenta, hockey sticks, boxing gloves, a burst football, a pair of sweaty shorts turned inside-out lay all over the floor. And on the table, there was a litter of dirty dishes, dog-eared exercise books, On the walls were scarlet banners of the Youth League and the Spies, and a full-sized poster of Big Brother. There was the usual boiled cabbage smell common to the whole building, but it was shot through by a sharper reek of sweat, which one knew this at the first sniff, though it was hard to say How it was the sweat of some person not present at the moment. In another room, someone with a comb and a piece of toilet paper was trying to keep tune with the military music which was still issuing from the telescreen. It's the children, said Mrs. Parsons, casting a half-apprehensive glance at the door. Uh, They haven't been out today, and of course she had a habit of breaking off her sentences in the middle. The kitchen sink was nearly full to the brim with filthy greenish water which smelt worse than ever of cabbage. Winston knelt down and examined the angled joint of the pipe. He hated using his hands. He Hated bending down, which was always liable to start him coughing. Mrs. Parsons looked on helplessly. Of course, if Tom was home, he'd put it right in a moment, she said. He loves anything like that. He's, He's ever so good with his hands, Tom is. Parsons was Winston's fellow employee at the Ministry of Truth. He was a fattish but active man of paralyzing stupidity a mass of imbecile enthusiasms, one of those completely unquestioning, devoted drudges on whom more even than the thought police, the stability of the party depended. At 35, he had just been willingly evicted from the Youth League, and before graduating into the Youth League, he managed to stay on the spies for a year, beyond the statutory age. At the ministry, he was employed in some subordinate post for which intelligence was not required. But on the other hand, he was a leading figure on the sports committee and all the other committees engaged in organizing community hikes spontaneous demonstrations, savings campaigns, and voluntary activities generally, he would inform you with quiet pride in between whiffs of his pipe that he'd put in an appearance at the community center every evening for the past four years. An overpowering smell of sweat, sort of unconscious testimony to the strenuousness of his life, followed him about wherever he went, and even remain behind him after he'd gone. Have you got a spanner? said Winston, fiddling with the nut on the angle joint. A spanner, said Mrs. Parsons, immediately becoming invertebrate. I, I don't know, I'm sure, uh, perhaps the children. There was a trampling of boots, another blast on the comb as the children charged into the living room. Mrs. Parsons brought the spanner. Winston let out the water and disgustingly removed the clot of human hair that had blocked up the pipe. He cleaned his fingers as best he could in the cold water from the tap and went back into the other room. "'Up with your hands!' yelled a savage voice. A handsome, tough-looking boy of nine popped up from behind the table and was menacing him with a toy automatic pistol, while his small sister, about two years younger, made the same gesture with a fragment of wood, both of them dressed in blue shorts, gray shirts, red neckerchiefs, which were the uniforms of the spies. Winston raised his hands above his head, but with an uneasy feeling, so vicious was the boy's demeanor, it was not altogether a game. ''You're a traitor!'' yelled the boy. ''You're a thought criminal. You're an Eurasian spy. I'll shoot you. I'll vaporize you. I'll send you to the salt mines.'' Suddenly, they were both leaping round him shouting, ''Traitor!'' and ''Thought criminal!'' The little girl imitating her brother in every movement, It was somehow slightly frightening, like the gambling of tiger cubs, which will soon grow into man-eaters. There was a sort of calculating ferocity in the boy's eye, quiet, evident desire to hit or kick Winston, and a consciousness of being very nearly big enough to do so. It was a good job. It was not a real pistol he was holding, Winston thought. Mrs. Parson's eyes flitted nervously from Winston to the children back again. In the better light of the living room, he noticed with interest that there actually was dust in the creases of her face. They do get so noisy, she said. They're disappointed because they couldn't go to see the hanging. That's what it is. I'm too busy to take them, and Tom won't be back from work in time. Why can't we go and see the hanging, roared the boy in his huge voice. Want to see the hanging, want to see the hanging, chanted the little girl, still capering round. Some Eurasian prisoners, guilty of war crimes, were to be hanged in the park that evening, Winston remembered. This happened about once a month. It was a popular spectacle. Children always clamored to be taken to see it. He took his leave of Mrs. Parsons, made for the door, but he'd not gone six steps down the passage when something hit the back of his neck, an astonishingly painful blow. It was as though a red-hot wire had been jabbed into him. He spun around just in time to see Mrs. Parsons dragging her son back into the doorway while the boy pocketed catapult Goldstein bellowed the boy as the door closed on him and that's where we'll leave all for tonight in George Orwell's 1984 as I said I know this book I know all the quotes from the book I know the little cliff notes <laughs> I've never actually read Just admitting the truth, never actually read 1984, so I'm discovering it as you do. It's fascinating, loving it. hope you are too. All right, we'll see you tomorrow night. That's The Jay Sheldon Show. Please like and subscribe. Hit that follow button. It's over there. Just give it a click. You're good to go. Spread the word, share it out, and we will see you tomorrow for The Jay Sheldon Show. Good night, folks. (laughs) I <laughs>